Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Tuesday, cold, no longer snowy as you heard during uh, Nolan's update. Divisional round of the NFL playoffs are set. Ravens will be hosting the Houston Texans Saturday afternoon at 4.30. Nine-point favorites in that game. It's a rematch from week one. Here to talk about that. And the wild-card weekend that was from USA Today. It's the Ravens Wire. He's on the WGK Log as Hotline. Joins us every Tuesday. You know, uh, Kevin Allstriker. Kevin, how you doing? Doing well, guys. Yeah, a lot, lot of blowouts during wild-card weekend. There was really only one game where it came down to the wire a little bit, but Ravens now know their opponent is going to be Houston. Rematch of week one, as you said there. But two different teams, I'd say, from when they played back then. Yeah, and we're talking about two different quarterbacks as well. And Lamar, in week one, wasn't considered the favorite to win the MVP. He's going to win it. C.J. Stroud, at that time, wasn't yet considered the favorite to win uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, which he is going to win. So the difference in months and difference in play of the QBs will mean what, however, Kevin, coming up Saturday afternoon at 4.30, both quarterbacks playing as well as any QBs in the league right now. Yeah, I think, you know, when you talk about what quarterbacks you take over C.J. Stroud right now, I think the answer really, the surefire one is Lamar. So I think you could make an argument for maybe Mahomes or Allen, but Stroud is playing as good as, really almost anyone right now. And back in that game in week one, you know, it was two things, right? C.J. Stroud's first NFL game, D'Amico Ryan's first game as an NFL head coach. And then for the Ravens, it was their first game under Todd Munkin in that new offense. And they didn't have Marlon Humphrey in that game. Mark Andrews didn't play also. So for the Ravens and, and what it means for Lamar, how he's grown and evolved, I look back at that week one game and, and watch some of the film, look at the box score a little bit. And – one of the things I noticed was Zay Flowers had 10 targets in that game, had nine receptions, and, you know, he, he got his. He did, his. he did his thing. But no other Raven had more than three targets in that game. And I think what we've seen with this Ravens offense and how it's evolved, guys are getting the ball, and I think Lamar's spreading the ball out a lot more now. He's obviously established more of a rapport with Odell, which he didn't have going into week one of the season, and, and Rashad Bateman and Isaiah Likely and, and all those guys. So, Lamar spreading the ball out. And for C.J. Stroud, I mean, going up against that Ravens defense in week one is, is no easy task, especially for a quarterback who 
is going into his first ever NFL start. I mean, that Ravens defense has feasted on rookie quarterbacks and second-year quarterbacks for years and years and years now. So both Lamar and C.J. have grown. Both the Ravens and the Texans offenses have grown, and I think it's going to be a, a really different matchup this time around. And, Kevin, to your point about him, his first start at the time, now his second playoff start with a win under his belt, C.J. Stroud, talking about, is he still a rookie? I mean, technically, yes, but has the rookie status kind of expired as he's now seen a lot and done a lot over the course of the last four months plus here? Yeah, you can talk about, you know, experience and all that, but, I mean, Shroud has been through a whole NFL season now. He has won the playoff game, as you talked about. He is the least experienced quarterback in the AFC by far now. Left, I mean, you have Lamar and Mahomes and Allen as the other three. So, I think that if you're talking about, oh, he's a rookie, he has he has no experience here. And I mean, he ha- he has it. He, he's won the playoff game. You could say, you know, the Browns is the game where you could have said, well, he he hasn't played a playoff game yet. He hasn't won a playoff game. But it will be we'll see. It's it's his first, I guess, cold weather playoff game. But I mean, he played at Ohio State. I mean, he, he he's no stranger to cold weather, even though the Texans as a whole play in a dome. I mean, weather will be a, a factor, I guess, but. I'm not putting too, too much stock into that. So he, he's done his thing over the course of the season. He has grown. He's, I guess, still a rookie. You know, he still has the R by his name in the box score. But he, he's seen some things at the NFL level. So I think, to me, you can't look at this as Stroud as a rookie and he has no experience. I mean, he, he, he's gone through a season. But we'll see what happens on Saturday. I'm excited for it. Hey, Kevin, the, the only thing that bothered me a little bit about Harbs' comments yesterday there may be still some guys that are day-to-day. Because, you know, like after the game, it was like, oh, everybody be ready. Now, you know, especially if it's Zay Flowers is day-to-day, you know, with a ankle, with a wide receiver, you know, especially that uses his quickness and stuff, that will be – that will make things uh, more difficult for Lamar. Yeah, and I think yeah, the different levels of optimism is, is I think, another thing for different people – so it that'll be tough, and uh, Flowers dealing with the lower leg thing, and, and I would assume guys like Kyle Hamilton, good to go, I know Marlon and all those guys. I think the big question for me is is a guy like Zay Flowers, right? Because I think we we it's kind of been in the dark a little bit. I don't think we really know what the injury has been and, and how serious it was because the Ravens didn't really have to specify because it, it kind of happened right at the end of the season, and they could just rest him in week 18, and that was that. So – how big of an injury really was that? How was it impacting his cutting ability? I mean, he played in the Miami game, so I guess it was okay, and you got the rest in there. But I'm hopeful all those guys will be good to go, and I guess no one is truly 100% at this time in the season anyway. But when you have an injury like that, you know, how how is it, is it like an injury that can be re-aggravated easily? You know, is it one wrong cut and something happens? So, I'm hopeful that the the burst is still there. I mean, it didn't seem to impact him in that Miami game, obviously. But I think the big question for me, too, is, you know, for Mark Andrews, they got him back at practice on Friday, designated him to return. I mean, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I wouldn't expect him to be back in the divisional round. And maybe AFC championship game, that's another injury where I'm really looking at the Ravens again, opening up those few roster spots. So we'll see what happens. But Again, the Ravens need those guys to be as healthy as they can be. Flowers, Hamilton, Humphrey, all, all those guys are super important. Now, when I saw the clip of Andrews, didn't look to me like he's ready, you know, quite yet. Yeah, I agree with you. I think 
ramping up, wasn't really running full speed. Yeah. He didn't look like a guy who was, you know, going going to play. Now, you know, we're a couple of days out from the division around game. I, I would probably expect something along the lines of, again, maybe AFC Championship, or maybe what happens is he get, if they make the Super Bowl and they're able to get there, you get that extra week of rest before mm-hmm. with all the festivities and everything. Maybe you, you take that and you activate him for the Super Bowl, and that will be it. I think the Ravens can still win the Super Bowl without him. They've obviously shown with Isaiah Likely in the offense, kind of coming in as his replacement, that he can be that guy for them now. Andrews coming back would help immensely. I, I think that, you know, Andrews is somebody that, yes, he's just still your best pass-catching weapon if you're the Ravens, still works over the middle of the field really well, but likely shown the connection with Lamar. So even though Mark would help a ton, you don't want to rush it back, and then all of a sudden something happens and it impacts 2024 availability. It's, it's the worst-case scenario. Baltimore's been pretty cautious with their guys really ever since the J.K. Dobbins injury in 2021, so I wouldn't expect them to – rush him back unless he's actually ready to go. But I don't expect that to be this weekend, personally. What are you expecting to see from Dalvin Cook, if anything, this weekend? I think that Cook will be – I think he'll have a role. I feel like for the Ravens, you're bringing a guy like that coming off a 1,100-yard season. Now, this year has been – it was a little weird for him. Uh, The Jets' offensive line was really bad all year, and once Aaron Rodgers went down, it really felt like they just wanted to see what they had in the future with with Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson and kind of handing the keys over to those two guys. So Cook didn't really factor in. You look at the box score, it's his worst season since his rookie year. But he's someone that is, you know, four straight pro bowler coming off that thing. I think he still has some gas left in the tank, and I think him – is a, is a pass blocker. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. And for me, it really comes down to who you could trust more. Do you trust Melvin Gordon or do you trust Dalvin Cook? Now, not that Dalvin Cook has had no fumbling issues over the course of his career, but Gordon, we know, has had the most fumbles since entering the league since, you know, as a non-quarterback. So for me, I would trust Dalvin a little bit more than Melvin. I think he, you know, over the course of his career has that better track record. So I think we'll see a role now. Is he going to be a 25-carry guy, you know, do they need him to rush for 150 yards every game? No. I mean, you still have Gus. You still have Justice Hill. But it's a nice complimentary piece who can work in with those guys. I would expect, I don't know, maybe maybe five carries, maybe a catch out of the backfield. Nothing too crazy. But I think the bye week really helped him get acclimated. And I think he's excited for whatever his role is going to be and just to have the possibility to win a Super Bowl here. Who do you think the Ravens wanted to play, Houston or Cleveland? I think for me, if looking at track records, the thing with the with the Browns was it wasn't necessarily Joe Flacco that scared me. If I were the Ravens, it was if there was any defense that I thought could maybe slow down Lamar in that offense, it was Cleveland's. With them, CJ Stroud went out there, made them look like they were the worst defense in the NFL on Saturday. So I think that you look at it. I think maybe they wanted to play Houston just because of, you know, you talk, we talked about the quote unquote inexperience, even though again, Stroud's been through the rookie season. He's won the playoff game, but I do think with the Texans wide receivers, it's an interesting thing because there's no tank Dell anymore. There's no Noah Brown. That's about a thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred yards off the docket. It almost, it's like the Tyree kill thing we talked about in week 17, where Nico Collins is their big number one guy. Who's been awesome. But if you slow him down, you're able to take him out of the game. It's guys like John Mechie and Robert Woods. I'm more confident in Baltimore secondary there. Also, Houston's run game hasn't been great the entire season. Not that Cleveland's was anything after Nick Chubb went down. It definitely took a step back. But I think that Baltimore, if you're talking about playing a guy, Joe Flacco is super turnover prone. We saw that in the wild card game. But I think that 
again, this defense has been feasting on rookie quarterbacks and second-year guys for so many years now. Maybe they saw that and they thought, hey, you know what, we can do the same thing. We played CJ in week one, and we can throw some more things at him this week. So I, I would say Houston, but I don't think they're necessarily afraid of either matchup. Kevin Allstriker, USA Today, the Ravens Wire. Kevin, last thing for you as we go into divisional play. What favorite should be sweating this weekend? Where's our upset heading into championship weekend? Yeah, for me, I th- I'll i go the other the other AFC game. I think that Chiefs-Bills game has the potential to kind of be a, a shootout type of game if it gets there, but also the defenses could take over. So I'm, I'm looking at that Bills-Chiefs game and maybe saying, oh, if the, if the Ravens advance, maybe they'll be taking on the underdog in that game. Yeah, Kansas City, two-and-a-half-point dogs. Yeah. First road playoff game ever for Patrick Mahomes, by the way. Kevin Allstriker, appreciate the time. And next week, hopefully, we're talking about the AFC Championship game preview with opponent to be determined here. Absolutely. Hopefully, the Ravens get it done. Thanks so much, guys. Always appreciate yeah. you having me on. You got it, Kevin Allstriker, everybody. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Whip around coming up next. We'll look at the playoff schedule for this weekend. If you have any commentary on what you saw over the weekend from Houston that strikes fear into your Raven heart, feel free to get in and talk about that. We got a fun house trip. Nolan McGraw, news from the Nest coming up top of the hour. Going to hear from a John Harbaugh who met with the media yesterday. Harbaugh, Lamar, uh, Roquan, uh, Odell yeah. Beckham all talking today. So we got chock full of fun stuff coming tomorrow. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your grocery so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Time for the whip around here on this Tuesday. Turn it up Tuesday at that where we're cranking it up to 12. Send your song request you want loud to Nolan McGraw on the Plaza Vortex line at Vortex 583-1057. Sunday afternoon, Champaign, Illinois. Kevin Willard's Terps. And uh, what's the home gym there? And I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, they're taking on the 10th-ranked Fighting Illini in Maryland. Looking for a signature win. And it seemed like, at least for now, they got it. Wide open, Julian Reese with a two-handed dunk. Nice pass by Dante. And it goes to Reese. Easy layup from the left side of the glass after a puff fake. And Julian's got 19. 20 points he figured, uh, finished with. That was Chris Dockey, Johnny Holiday. 
on the call, Maryland Radio Network, as you heard on 105.7 The Fan, 20 and 11 for Juju Reese, Baltimore native. Also had two assists, two steals. Maryland outscores Illinois by 11 in the second half. They were hanging in the first half. So you knew they were kind of in it to win it, but Terps go through these long scoring droughts, but they kind of avoided it for the most part. But down the stretch, Jameer Young took over. He had 28 points, eight assists. Dante Scott and Geronimo made a couple of big hoops for Maryland as they hold off and then eventually pull away from Illinois. 76-67 was the final score. So with the win, Maryland gets back to 500 in the league. And if you finish 500 in the Big Ten and you got a ranked win on the road, probably helps your cause resume-wise for the NCAA tournament. But tomorrow they're at Northwestern, and Northwestern, the Wildcats, they're a good team. They own a win over the number one at the time, Purdue Boilermakers. So if Maryland can steal one there, we'll see if they can generate a little momentum of back-to-back conference wins, conference wins Michigan last week, and then Illinois on Sunday, we'll talk Terps tomorrow, preparing you for that Northwestern game. Also, college hoops yesterday in the Big Ten. Speaking of which, Michigan, 73-65 over Ohio State. In that game, well, at the game, the Fat Five. Yeah, I saw the pitchers, yeah. They were there. Chris Weber, Jalen Rose, uh, Ray Jackson, Jimmy King, and Juwan Howard, who's the coach of the Wolverines. And it's unbelievable to me. And again, as you get older, the passage of time kind of blows your mind. Like Chris Weber's 50. Damn. You know what I mean? He's like Chris Weber. He was 18 when he first came into your consciousness if you're a college hoops fan. And I was there in N93 in the Final Four in New Orleans. So I saw him play in person. And I saw him with the Bullets multiple times. But it's like, Chris Weber's 50? What? Wow. Where did the time go? Ladies and gentlemen. But uh, win nonetheless. For the Wolverines, also in the Big Ten yesterday, it was Iowa 86-77 over Minnesota. Top 25 won game on MLK's birthday. It was Marquette number 17, 87-74 over Villanova. Locally, it was American U 66-52 over the Loyola Greyhounds. Eh, Long year for the old Greyhounds there. By the way, American U coached by former Terp and McDonald's All-American, Dwayne Simpkins in the NBA last night. It was Detroit. That's right, Detroit. Usually we're talking about them losing. They beat the Wizards <laughs> in Washington. 129-117. Wizards are now 7-32 and on the year, 3-14 and at home. They're at the Knicks yeah. on Thursday. The Knicks uh, doing very well. Since the trade a couple of weeks back, it was Philly 124-115 over the Rockets. Cam Hayward getting some run in Houston and making most of it. 14.6 sports. Cam Hayward, of course, from Baltimore, Spalding, and Villanova. Joel Embiid, he had 41 as he's coming back from the injury that kept him out for a few games. It was Atlanta 109-99 over the Spurs. Bruno Fernando. DNP coach's decision. But Trey Young had a big day, 36 points, six boards, 13 assists. Memphis beat Golden State, 116-107. Speaking of Loyola, a graduate, graduate, Santi Aldama at 11-6 for the Grizz. That was the return of Draymond Green last mm-hmm. night, too, for the Warriors. It was Miami in overtime over Brooklyn, 96-95. Haywood Highsmith. Had a rebound in the win for the Heat. Jimmy Buckets had 31 there. It was Boston 105-96 over the Raptors. Emmanuel quickly, 21-6-3 there. Utah 
who's getting hot right now, by the way. 132-105 over the Pacers. Jalen Smith sticks. Maryland, Mount St. Joe, Baltimore. He had 12.6 boards, three assists there. Indiana playing without Tyrese Halliburton, who's been one of the best players in the league this year. And it was uh, Lakers, 112-105 over Oklahoma City. Aaron Wiggins, Terps, he had a DNP. What the hell's going on there? But uh, Anthony Davis, 27-15 and 15 in the win for the L.A. Ball Club there. It's the whip around, Vinny and Haney, 105-7 the fan. Let's see here. This is uh, January 16th, Maryland basketball history. A couple of games of note, 1975 at Cole, fifth-ranked Maryland, 103-85 over fourth-ranked and defending national champ NC State. John Lucas had 30, Mo Howard 18, Owen Brown 17, Brad Davis, who was a freshman at 15, David Thompson, one of the great players in the history of college basketball, mm-hmm. at 33. Are you old enough, uh, listeners, to remember the DT tennis shoes? That were a big deal. David Thompson. He had his own line of tennis shoes. I don't remember that. They were white. They had a little uh, blue and red stripe. This is when he was in Denver. No, with Denver. Denver. So he was getting paid. But David Thompson had his own line of shoes way back when. If you're old enough to remember, send a text and tell us about that. 1980, Cole Fieldhouse. Maryland beat 17th-ranked Clemson, 84-83. Greg Manning with a runner in the lane. Three seconds left, proved to be the game winner. Albert King at 26. Ernie Graham and Manning had 19 apiece for the eventual ACC champion Turtles. 1985, Cole Fieldhouse. Turf beat Clemson, 94-84. Len Bias had 27. Jeff Atkins, 24. Adrian Branch had 15. Super Bowl VI took place on this day, January the 16th in New Orleans. It was the Dallas Cowboys, 1972. 24-3 over the Dolphins. Roger Staubach, MVP of that game. He threw two touchdown passes. One to Mike Dicka. Dicka. And one to Lance Allworth. Two Hall of Famers. Dwayne Thomas scored a TD in that one. That was He was like one and done, wasn't he, Bob? Dwayne Thomas. Well, he had... We played two years because he played in Super Bowl five against the Colts and fumbled at the goal line. But him and Tom Landry clashed. Yeah. yeah. And they traded him to the, the Chargers and the Patriots. It was he never was the same. Yeah, this I, was, was like weird. it was like the highlight of his career. But Dwayne Thomas probably could have been a Hall of Famer, but he uh, didn't like Don uh, Tom Landry, and his career kind of suffered for it. And on this day, speaking of the Texas, well, it was yesterday. So since I think it's appropriate, on January fifteenth, two thousand twelve. Well, that would be 14 years ago, yesterday. The Ravens taking on the Houston Texans in the divisional round of the playoffs. Joe Flacco, two touchdown passes. One to Anquan Bolden. One to Chris Wilson. Remember that one, Nolan? Yeah. I won't lie to you. I don't. I was looking at the box score. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? I think 15 games. But I guess more of a special teamer at the time. Billy Cundiff kicked, uh, kicked two field goals. You know, his career would take a turn a week later in Foxborough. Ravens picked off T.J. Yates three times. Two by Lardarius Webb and Ed Reed had one. So 20-13, to 13, the Ravens beat the Texans divisional round of the playoffs. They'd be off to Foxborough for the AFC championship game. We'll come back, talk about this year's playoff game between the two. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Funhouse, Nolan McGraw. And we're going to hear from John Harbaugh, top of the hour. A little news from the Nest Fun here on The Fan.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports 24-7. 1057. The voice of the fan. Good evening, 81.057. The fan. Turn it up Tuesday. We're cranking it up. You want it loud? We got it for you. Send your request. Plus, we're text on it. We're 10 1057 Travis Kelsey, what? Uh, the brother. Jason. Jason Kelsey. He's uh, hanging up the old cleats, it looks like, Benny. Sounds like. I mean, he's 36, going to be 37. Bob, they just had another baby. They got three baby girls. And he's, like, from reading and listening on his podcast, they're tearing down, like, uh, like three houses in an area or something and building like a big retirement house for him. So yeah, they've, uh, they're ready to move on, I believe. And he's going to Canton. It seems as he's a multiple time, all pro and pro bowler, super bowl champion going back to 2017. They go quietly into the night. Second half, especially against Tampa. We'll get into all of those scores and more Ravens will be hosting the Houston Texans Saturday at four 30 M and T bank stadium. It's going to be cold. <clears throat> Pardon me this weekend. Ravens are nine point favorites in that game. As we've talked about, and I'm sure we'll talk about throughout the course of the week Ravens win the season opener against them 25 to nine but two totally different teams two better teams Vinny than we saw back in September oh. and two way better quarterbacks yeah no doubt about it no doubt about it from a, you know that's what 17 games ago or what well Stroud missed a couple games so whatever 15 games ago so yeah a much better football team you're talking rookie coach rookie rookie quarterback so, I mean, there was a lot of learning. And everybody expected them to finish, you know, picking in the top five for the draft again. So, they they have really come along, and they've developed, and they've become a pretty good football team now. And with the Ravens, I think, you know, Lamar, he wasn't even considered an MVP candidate week one. Now he's going to be the MVP of the league. And look at the, the defense, number one in sacks, and all the things that they've got, Clowney and Van Oy. And all these things that they've got going on. And look at uh, Kyle Hamilton, the dominance that he's been. So, yeah, it's it's two teams headed in the right direction. 
And it's going to come down to it's going to come down to what playoffs always do: turnovers. Yep. Got the MVP, as Benny said, and Lamar and the Offensive Rookie of the Year. And yep. C.J. Stroud, probable Offensive Rookie of the Year. Getting it on here, so we'll talk about the game. If you have any early concerns for it here on this Turn It Up Tuesday, you are more than welcome to share them. If you want to talk about what you saw over the weekend in the NFL wildcard wackiness, where there was only one really good game, yeah, and that was Detroit and the Rams. Pittsburgh and Buffalo turn out to be more competitive than it looked like it was going to. Well, if if Pittsburgh, if they if they get a touchdown throw the interception like on the 10 yard line, then it's even a much better game. I'm still waiting for someone, by the way, to explain to me why uh, the the fumble wasn't a fumble prior move on the sidelines. That was a fumble. I think Bob would look at it. it he was laying out of bounds and it hit his helmet. The essence of the ball maybe was near him. Yeah. I, it, they showed the one angle, which yeah. was from the end zone facing him, and I didn't see no ball and no helmets there. Hey, Bob, you know what? The other thing is, is I'm a little worn out on Tony Romo. He, Why? I, I don't. He doesn't. Uh, he talks a lot and doesn't say much anymore. Before he used to be good, and he would always kind of tell you what was. I don't know if he's not studying film as much anymore or what, but he just doesn't seem like he's on his game like he was before. Yeah, well, one of the criticisms for the last couple of years has been his lack of preparation yeah. for that particular game. But you know, it was me and my two cousins watching it yesterday. And we're running our yappers so much. I'm not really even listening to the announcers that much until it's a review. And like, all right, let's hear what this guy's got to say. Oh, they reviewed it like 10 times. Yeah. Anyway, but let's get out to the phone. Sports at 583-1057 is the number. Let's go to Frederick. It is George. George, thanks for holding. Welcome to the fan. Hey, hi, guys. Happy Festivus. Hey, George, what's happening, buddy? Hey, yeah, good to talk to you guys. Um I'm looking forward to this weekend, and I'm terrified at the same time. I uh, I, I had to suffer through the uh, Super Bowl where the Jets beat the Colts. And, uh, you know, I know anything can happen in these games. I'm trying to stay positive, trying to stay upbeat, because all we really have to do is take care of business. And uh, if we take care of business, I don't think there's anybody in this league that can beat us this year. But that's a big if. Yeah, there's no question about that. I mean, if the Ravens play like they're capable, if they play their A game and Houston plays their A game, the Ravens win by their nine points. Oh, yeah. No question about it. But, you know, these are strange games. I, I just hope we can uh, – I hope we can shake the rookie up a little bit. I, I, You know, he's a rookie still. I know he's great and all the rest. But, uh, you know, even Marino in his first Super Bowl had trouble. So, uh, let's let's go after him and get him. Yeah, and, and I'm sure McDonald is a really creative dude. And Bob, you've seen, and I've been there with playoff crowds and stuff. It gets loud as can be in in the bank there. And by the way, that turned out to be Marino's only Super Bowl in his second year. But and we talked about it earlier in the hour with Kevin Allstriker. Is he really a rookie now, though? No. Now, he, I mean, he's had defenses thrown at him. He's had injuries to deal with, with key contributors to his offense. I mean, this will be the second time he's faced the Ravens, so there's some game film maybe to uh, get some intel from. And his confidence level is probably a 1,000 times greater than it was back in September. Let's not forget, 
Uh, he did play in big games in college. It's oh, not yeah. like oh, yes, he he's did. just he's got the hay seed sticking out of his mouth and some underalls not knowing what the hell's going on. He under he's been a big time football player throughout his transition from high school to college and now to the NFL. He's been playing in nothing but big games mainly. And his last big game, Bob, he lost to a Harbaugh. Well, they did win last week. No, I, I know. Beat a but I mean, at Ohio State. Oh, sure. It's 5-7 The Fan. When we come back, it's a funhouse trip. You would have joined us. You can. We'll look at our picks for Wild Card Weekend later in the show. News from the Nesk coming up at noon. Let's count that money. It was a three-day weekend, so you know what happens on three-day weekends. You got to spend money that you don't need to spend. Are we getting it back? We'll find out. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Next hour. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, company? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! Yeah. The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, turn it up Tuesday. A little Iron Maiden for you. Take you to the your lunchtime hour. News from the NAS by herself coming up 12.15. Later in the show, Jeffrey Chadia is going to be joining us from NFL.com, NFL Network. Talk about the weekend that was, Wild Card Weekend. Look ahead to the divisional round if you have any opinions, concerns. If you're cocky, confident that the Ravens are going to handle their business in the cold, it looks like. Yep. Against Houston, get on in here. And if you want to land base the Eagles, you want to get all over the Cowboys, you want to do some things like that, hey, we're listening to you. Just get on in here and say hello to us. Hope you had a great three-day weekend. If you were celebrating MLK's birthday along with the rest of us, let's bring Nolan McGraw in. Quick draw, how are you feeling? Doing fantastic. The uh, TV delivery was a success, by the oh, way. Oh, nice. And uh, perfect for all the games, especially Saturday night. Peacock, nothing better. Nice and cozy on the couch, watching the game, everyone freezing their butts off there in KC. It's a perfect way to watch a game. Can I say something about that, by the way? And we'll get to the game and the broken helmet in Miami looking for their uh, plane ride home probably middle of the third quarter. Watching the uh, Houston-Cleveland game. And you mentioned Peacock, which everyone complained about. So I'm watching Houston and Cleveland, and guess who they're showing all warm and cozy in a skybox at the Houston's uh, ballpark there? Roger Goodell. Oh, yeah, with his and baseball I hat on. And instantly was like, you need to be freezing your short ones off just like everybody else <laughs> in Kansas City because you, what did Bug Barkley call the NFL greedy pigs? His quote, not mine. <clears throat> for charging and playoff games. Quite frankly, I'm not a big fan of Monday playoff games, to be totally honest with you. Just get it over in the weekend, and then Monday we start the next thing. But he should have been in Kansas City supporting his peacock charge game instead of sitting in a climate-controlled element in Houston. My opinion, my opinion only. If you share it, great. If you don't, I don't care. He was at the Buffalo game, too. 
That's where they showed him yesterday. Yeah, but it wasn't fi- It was cold. Yeah. Did he have to trudge through snow to get to his seat? I like bet the fans? his ass no, wasn't he was out in a there suite. shoveling things. He was in a suite. Yeah, was he cleaning out the stands no. like everybody else? Of Did course. Did you see not. that dude with no shirt on going down in snow? <laughs> That's why all the snow yeah. was still there. On I don't. I don't get that. Oh. The whole. I mean, I've never had hypothermia before, but it gets cold, and I'm not a big fan of the cold, but. That's a football fandom right there. I don't even think alcohol dulls the senses enough to do that stupid nonsense. And, and Bob, if you want the stadium cleaned out, I mean, come on, 20 bucks an hour? You know, make it make it a little bit more than that, and then they could get enough people to clean. They couldn't even clean out the seats. Yeah, well, Goodell makes, what, 60 mil a year? Right. Oh, you freeze like everybody else. You want people to pay to watch that game? I want to see you there freezing. At Giha at Arrowhead. That's just my take. Thank you very much. Do you have any people over? Uh, no. No, it was a quiet, quiet weekend. Okay. All good. Well, Vinny referenced this earlier. It's got nothing to do with sports. I spilled a half a gallon of paint on my uh, yeah. utility room floor today. How do you clean that up? Turpentine? I have no idea. I'll find out at about uh, 3.30. Sounds like the uh, floor is just going to be that color from now Well, on. <laughs> it's like a grayish blue. My wife painted the kitchen that color. And so I'm reaching for the car scraper, which for whatever reason I put down. I should just leave in the car all year long. So I just grabbed it. And then when I hit it, the thing tipped over and I'm just watching it ooze all over the floor. And then the cats think it's something cool. So they want to run in it. And I'm like, no, get out of here. So now I'm out there shoveling the six inches off my car as I'm thinking about the paint. So, yeah. It did not start off like a glorious day for the old bobster. But as soon as I walk in uh, to uh, 1423 Clark View Road, it becomes a sunny disposition all of a sudden. You saw my smiling face. As soon as I saw Nolan, I said, all is right with the world. It all gets better with a funhouse trip. Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. I think I could use some Clorox wipes. It's dry now. Got any spray? I don't care then. Whatever. I'm in it to win it. Uh, let's see. The first texter here says Ravens Texans, a bad news matchup. Stroud is the best QB the Ravens have faced this season. Only he didn't know it back then in Week One. Yeah, the second half he was pretty darn good. Um, the way he's playing right now, um, he's he's got to be he's got to be dealt with. Let's just say that. And. If you're just going to let him stand back there and throw like Cleveland did, he's going to pick you apart like he did Cleveland. They're, they're going to have to get pressure and confuse him. How about this one here on coaching? Texter says, if everyone's fine with McCarthy being fired because of a lack of playoff success, shouldn't the same be said about Mike Tomlin, who hasn't won a playoff game since 2016? Mm, good point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Kind of overachieving versus underachieving, though. At least this year, Pittsburgh and Dallas. I mean, he. how many quarterbacks? I mean, we're talking about Stefanski, who's getting coach of the year because he did it with four quarterbacks. Tomlin had, what, three? He had rotating three. Yeah. Makes you wonder why they waited so long for Rudolph, right though. Because Trubisky was oh, awful. Man, that was bad. Man. 
Uh, this one here, Texter says, everyone seems to keep saying likely filling in for Andrews, uh, but they play two different types of tight end. Would gladly welcome Andrews back if he's 100%. Some real two tight end sets could make this team uh, extremely dangerous. Um, I'm sure there would be a definitely be a place for him. You know, middle of the field type stuff. I just don't think he'd be ready until Super Bowl if the Ravens are in it. But to the texter's point, having Mark Andrews is not a bad thing. No. I mean, you got and a pro bowl player. Yeah. You're adding you're adding thing. more better you're adding more talent but to the roster. But numbers have been off the charts since Andrews got hurt. House money. Probably the best way to put it. There you go. Uh, and we'll close with this one here. Texter says the spread seems a little high for the Ravens to be honest. I would say a touchdown favorite, but pushing double digits feels wrong for how hot this Texans team is right now. I wonder what the line would have looked like if the Browns were coming here. The Browns were coming here. Be shorter. Oh, it, probably yeah. like six. That's what I was thinking. Seems odd, you know. I mean, Stroud is hot. I, I kind of agree with the texture. I mean, how hot Stroud's been as of late. I don't know what they're basing the the line on. I mean, it, it can't be too much on week one. But we keep going back to, you know, now I'm using air quotes, rookie quarterback, rookie head coach on the road. Ravens have lost three times at M&T Bank Stadium. Now, the one against Pittsburgh, they didn't have their main dude mm-hmm. or other dudes. But you know, they, they have lost at home. It's not like they're this undefeatable. Well, I think, yeah. Oh, monster the, the close of a team. One, the Rams was a close one. Otherwise, they blow people out. And maybe that's what they're thinking. Did it close early, but ends up like a San Francisco or a Miami situation where all of a sudden the Ravens are just pulling away in the fourth quarter. And that's how you end up getting towards double digits. Or Detroit or Seattle then. Because yeah. remember, especially Detroit came to town and, hey, watch out for the Lions. And that game was over by halftime. Ravens just trounce them. It's a video at 81057 The Fan. If you want to join us, news from the nest, get on in here at 410-583-1057. Going to hear from John Harbaugh. And let's count that cash. Hopefully, 1215 with buy or sell. We'll look at the games individually over wild card weekend, which wrapped up last night with Tampa blowing out Philadelphia and the Eagles at 1.10-1. They're one and done in the postseason. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com. 